Howdy, howdy. It is me, Ryder, and I am here with my boy, Mims. Say hello, Mims. What's up? What's up, people of the world? And this is the first edition of the exclusive podcast podcast, the most exclusive podcast on the planet. And um, this is our first episode. We are starting a podcast and um, kind of what we're going to be talking about generally is uh, sports. And uh, yeah, that's what we do. That's what we like to talk about. We're just rambling idiots, really, but... Um, to put it plainly, yeah. Yeah. We're just here to provide some intel for the people and to give our thoughts and opinions, which are usually right, if I'm not mistaken. If Skip Bayless can get paid for it, I can do it for free. So. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's kind of why we started a podcast, you know? Um, idiots like Skip Bayless and... Um, others uh get get paid uh gross amounts of money to just say idiocy on television yeah basically um but a little bit about me my name is Ryder uh as far as sports fandoms goes I'm a Patriots Red Sox Celtics fan it's just the way it worked out for me my dad uh, tried to make me a football team fan. Uh, didn't didn't really work out. He did successfully, however, make me a South Carolina fan, which is um, probably the worst life I live as far as sports life goes. Couldn't uh, be me. Yeah, couldn't be you. No, it's not you. It's me, sadly. And um, but that's. Another topic for another day, and I'll pass it over to Mim so he can tell you a little bit about who he pulls for and whatnot. All right, so I rock with the LSU Tigers and uh, the LSU Tigers. If you couldn't understand it, um, the LSU Tigers and um, <clears throat> college. Uh, we had a pretty good win this weekend over Central Michigan. We looked fucking awesome, and yes, I know it's Central Michigan, but I don't care. Uh, I rock with the Saints as well. Could have could have gone a lot fucking better last weekend especially considering where we live but oh oh fucking well um thank god i didn't go at least <laughs> um, uh i like the sixers because i grew up mainly i was a basketball fan at first uh, my favorite player growing up as a little kid was alan iverson and so that kind of cursed me with the uh, sixers fandom which has taken me down some dark paths and then i see light at the tunnel every at the end of every year and then we blow it it's fucking sick but get yeah rid of doc yeah we got it. he's a fraud he trick us he trick all y'all not me no more he tricked me for a little bit but not no more i tried to tell you <laughs> no he's gone vanished but yeah no so lsu had a pretty fucking great week this weekend though um max johnson had five touchdowns only the third quarterback in lsu history to ever do that in games that was sick. Uh, we had some freshman receivers look awesome. And one freshman running back, even though you could say it was in garbage time, had a few uh, chunk plays that we haven't seen from LSU and since we won a national title on the ground. So that was awesome. And our D-line is something else. Say what you will about the competition we've played, but I think we ranked top five in like almost all pass rush categories. So 
that's great. And in terms of the Saints, you know, throwing picks. But I can't really blame that on Jameis. Offensive line really didn't give him any help, and the receivers weren't getting that open. So hopefully they bounce back next week. But, yeah, it's really how I'm looking at my teams from last week in their week in review. How you feel about uh, the Patriots and old South Carolina last weekend? Uh, I'll tell you what. Watching that Patriots, I watched every snap of the Patriots game. Mac Jones, once again, just consistent, making the right decisions. It's what I want to see from a rookie quarterback, not making too many ballsy throws. He's just finding an open guy and going up the field, and we're scoring points. Um, and it, it, it looks good. It looks good over there. Our defense – even without Stefan Gilmore, found a, a way to um, catch Jack, uh, Zach Wilson lacking for four interceptions. And I was laughing quite maniacally watching that uh, unfold. It was something. It truly was. He threw a like sight two to see. of them, basically two, y'all. It, it was. It, <laughs> Zach Wilson laughing. looked horrible. <laughs> he looked horrible. And that, that was his first game in New York. Uh, tough life as a Jets fan. Um, Damian Harris looked like he kind of figured out that fumbling issue he's had last week. <laughs> um, one fumble. I mean, that I mean, it's prime, it's like prime. As a running back, I feel like you have to be aware of like when not to fumble, especially if that makes any sense I mean, at all. Never. <laughs> I mean, never, obviously, but like, especially in like, okay, we, we have the way we, we were in field. I, I, this is, we're not talking about last week or two weeks ago, excuse me. Um, but yeah, we, we, we beat the shit out of the jets. And as far as South Carolina goes, um, kind of what I expected, exactly what I expected. There's not really much to say. We were playing Georgia, the number two ranked team in the country. We probably the uh, best defense in the country. <laughs> probably borderline. I mean, it's only week three or going into week four now. <clears throat> uh, Luke Doty it was his first start of the season. He didn't start. I thought. I thought. Zeb or, yeah, he started. didn't even start. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and Zeb um, got his Zeb, hand yeah, crunched. Zeb, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zeb got Zeb got a boo boo, and uh, Doty came in. So that was his first time seeing the field all season, and it was in Athens, not an ideal place to start <laughs> yeah. the season. In uh, Athens at night, number two team in the country, down fourteen to three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's kind of exactly what I expected, but I'll tell you what, uh, great teams cover, and that's exactly what we did. So I'll give them that. But other than that, we're going to just look ahead to next week. <laughs> and I guess that's where we'll transition on into that. Uh, we got a NFL slate ahead of us. Going into week three, uh, we got the Panthers-Texans to kick us off on Thursday night. That sounds like a horrible football game. Sounds like a horrible game. Um, I think Tyrod's out, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe – no, I think he went out on a hamstring. So, who will – I think – I'm pretty sure he'll be starting. But um, Tyrod's look good. 
I know. Uh, the- according to Yahoo Sports, nine hours ago, they said, who is Davis Mills? Texans are turning to their new rookie quarterback versus the Panthers. All right. So, well, Davis Mills did look not look great. Uh, I think he threw an interception on his first pass attempt. <laughs> yeah, Tyrod week. Taylor placed on the IR nine hours ago. Yeah, that's tough because Tyrod was killing it this season. Uh, 31 for 44. 460 did they actually stab him in the lung or something? Spent- yeah, I hope not, man. I hope it's not as long. We don't. <laughs> if you don't, if you if you guys don't know, uh, Tyrod Taylor had a uh, punctured lung. Uh, he received getting treated by the Chargers uh, medical staff, and what he wasn't like, out on anything, anything at that. all. Yeah, like they just punctured his lung. I mean, we, <laughs> And here at the exclusive podcast podcast, we believe that it was an inside job, almost because certainly. Because Justin Herbert became the starter, and then there was nothing. There was nothing else after that. It like, was, talked about it, though. Tyrod Taylor was just there was done. no questions asked. It was an exciting time for the Chargers, and then yeah. poor Tyrod over here. I hope he at least, long. if it was an inside job, I hope he at least received a bag for it. Maybe fake punctured his lung. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he would just – I think they would just not start him. They would just say Herb, the old Herbmeister is a starter. Well, that's what happened. And, yeah, I mean, it was the right – right <laughs> ended up turning out just fine for him. But uh, – So far, so good. Can't lie there. Yeah. Uh, it is in uh, Houston. And the line is set at minus eight Carolina. I would probably take Houston's points. I don't know how much I like Carolina. Oh, well, actually, knowing Davis Mills is the starter, yeah, I'm probably taking Carolina minus eight there. I don't see. I just wouldn't bet on it personally. I mean, yeah, don't bet on the game. We don't care. I think Carolina gambling. wins. I think, it, I think Carolina wins. Yep, period. Carolina wins. Okay, moving on. Uh, One o'clock on Sunday, we have – the Washington football teams heading to Buffalo and the line is set at eight and a half in favor of Buffalo, obviously. And what are your thoughts on, uh, I think it's important to mention that uh, Ryan Tannehill is out indefinitely for some time or yeah, excuse me. Ryan Fitzpatrick is out for some time indefinitely. So that means Taylor Heineke is starting for them. I mean, he irked out the dub last week or each it out, excuse me. Against yeah, I mean, it was a tight uh, one against the Giants. It's not what you want. a short week, though. What a short week. Get that extra week against Buffalo. It's at Buffalo. Uh, what, is, what does Vegas have to spread at? That's interesting. The eight and a half in favor of Buffalo. I think that's a little much. I think Washington's defense keeps them in it, but I, I think Buffalo pulls it out the home field advantage, and they're just going to have that extra gear in offense that Washington can't hit, just having Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. But I think Washington's defense keeps them in it for a little while. So you're taking Washington points there? Yeah, but I think it's like a touchdown game. Seems like a big under game to me. You Feels like know. Buffalo hasn't really had it going. As far as scoring goes, I mean their defenses looked all right. I mean they gave. Like, oh yeah, no, they have an elite really. defense. That's without question. But um, yeah, I mean I, I like Buffalo to win. 
Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think eight and a half is a little much. I could definitely see Buffalo winning by 10 at the same time. I probably wouldn't touch the game. So uh, we'll just leave it at we like Buffalo to win probably. Just giving Washington football teams quarterback I mean, struggles and all. Yeah, I was about to say just the Bills having being able to stretch the field and having more just – which is a shame because if you put a good quarterback on Washington, that that's a contender to win oh, the yeah, division. They have certainly, everything but uh, like if Kirk Cousins was still on the football team, like <laughs> I think they get it done. Yeah, I would probably. I mean, they. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, but moving on, we got the. Chicago Bears heading on over to Cleveland, and the line is set at minus seven in favor for, of Cleveland. Uh, Jarvis Landry got put on the IR. Uh, I don't know if Odell is coming back this week or not. Um, it looks like oh, the Browns. And Juice were apparently beefing on Twitter, which was interesting. Yeah. It uh, feels like the Browns have all the talent in the world that they need. Just they just can't figure it out over there, which is madness to me. Well, in the unofficial week three depth chart that was posted September twenty first, is that today? That is today. So this was posted earlier today. They have Odell listed as a starter. Uh up there with Donovan Peoples Jones with juice outs. So that's interesting. Uh, um, I think when, when did Chicago give up on Dalton and put fields in the game? Is it this week? <laughs> I think we, I, can, mean, I mean, I'm a little think, confused. Justin Fields didn't look, I mean, stat wise, I didn't get a good, I didn't really watch the Bears game last week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't watch a whole lot of the Bears game last week. How did he look last week? I saw, um, Dalton went out for a little bit, right? Yeah, he did go out for a little bit. Justin Fields on the year right now is two for eight. Or, no, excuse me, eight for 15. Uh, he has 70 yards, no interceptions, and a pick. So, 70 yards, no interceptions, and a pick. Yep. Hmm. Not great. He was 6 for 13 last week with 60 yards and an interception with the longest pass of 21 yards. Huh. I mean, I did, probably didn't expect to get into the game. Clearly didn't look great the start. But who did they play this week, like you said? It was the Browns? Yep. Um, Scary defense. <laughs> very good defense. Definitely another under game for sure. Sure, both those defenses are very good. I think the Browns probably grinded out just having that running game to them, and they just – that's a close game, especially if Juice isn't there. Odell hasn't really played in a while or just hasn't really looked great. If he has played, I haven't really noticed. He hasn't he has played. That's what I thought. Um, <clears throat> But, you know, is it at Cleveland? Yeah. Mm. It's minus seven. Uh, I I think I'm taking. I would take the Bears points there, but I think Cleveland gets the dub for sure. 
they just have a little more talent on their team, a little bit deeper. But that's a probably be a little. Yeah, I mean, it's important to note that Cleveland was in kind of a slobber knocker with uh, the Texans up until Tyrod went out last week. It was tied, I believe. If not, they were down. It was um, an interesting one for sure. I I don't know what's going on in Cleveland. I don't understand why. I feel like they just played their competition. Strange. It's very strange. <laughs> it's always a close one in Cleveland. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I'd probably take – another one I wouldn't touch. It's kind of an ugly bet slate thus far, if you ask me. But moving on, we got uh, the Ravens heading on over to Detroit. And the line is set at eight and a half in favor of Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore looked pretty good. Uh, Sunday night was it? Yeah, Sunday night. Come if it was Monday or Sunday. But yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much to say. And the Ravens get the dub here. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much to say. Lamar. I mean, he's not looking like a great passer, but uh, 28 carries on the ground for 193 yards and two tutties. I mean, it's not can't can't ask for much more than that if you ask me. Uh, no, and, not at all. I mean, he does have two tutties through the air as well, but, I mean, he also has those two interceptions. Um, yeah, I, don't, I really don't see how Baltimore doesn't destroy them. Uh, I don't Unless like – Jared Goff just decides to wear that number two overall pick on his chest and decide to play great. Was he number one? Was it him or Wentz that went one? Um, I'm not sure. I can't say I tune in for a lot of – uh, I know Jared Goff wears number 16, actually. No, I'm talking about Wint number one in the draft. Oh, um, Jared Goff or Wentz? Uh, Goff went one, I believe. Or was Sounds that the right. – Miles Garrett went one one of those years. I know that. I'm about to look it up. It's really not that important, but – Well, now I want to know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, That goes without saying, though, I mean – yeah, Detroit. Jared Goff was one, Carson Wentz two, Joey Bosa three, Zeke Elliott four, and Jalen Ramsey five. Wow. Would you Amazing. take Jalen Ramsey one now, looking back? I'd probably. Yeah, Just out of those five guys? Yeah, out of those five guys, it needs to be him or Bosa. Probably take Ramsey. Just like hindsight, clearly, but like. At the yeah. time, I probably would have taken Bosa. Interesting. All right. Well, moving on, we got the Titans hosting the Indianapolis Colts. And the line is set at five and a half in favor of Tennessee. Which is an interesting line to me. Uh, Julio Jones had a very slow week one and – Heading into week three now, he is their leading receiver. Got robbed of that fucking touchdown. He Absolutely robbed. Robbed indeed. And uh, same thing for Derrick Henry, a slow week one. But uh, now he's looking at 240 yards and three touchdowns going into week three, doing Derrick Henry tings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Was, uh, not fun for me in fantasy. Yeah, Mims was in a sticky situation this week in fantasy. He was playing Derrick Henry, and he had Derrick Henry. 
Yeah, so. two separate leagues. So I was like conflicted on how to feel. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I lost because Derrick Henry went off in one league and won because Derrick Henry went off in another league. So, so he's big one and one over here. Yeah, it's great. Um, beyond the point, I think I like Tennessee a lot. I like those points a lot. I don't know. Uh, I, I could see a three-point win here, but at the same time, I don't really like Indianapolis a whole lot. I don't. I think Carson Wentz is pretty fraudulent. I don't see him leading a team anywhere. Jonathan Taylor looks pretty mid. Thirty-two carries on the ground, hundred seven yards, no tutties, no tutties, bro. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mad lame. He's supposed to be especially with all the hype he received like preseason. He just hasn't looked exactly what I thought he would. Yeah, he went like sixth in one of our leagues that me and Mims are in together. <laughs> so yeah, madness. not not a tutty, not a single tutty going into week three. I don't think he's gonna get one here. Uh yeah, give me give me give me Tennessee's points there. All right. Yeah, I probably agree exactly with that. Tennessee just wins that. Oh, Runs looks, them into submission. Looks like the line's at five. I would still probably take Tennessee in that. Yeah, five, five and a half, same thing, you know. Uh, Moving on, though, we have the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Los Angeles Chargers, and that line is set at six and a half in favor of Kansas City. Uh, I think that's pretty <clears throat> solid. I think they probably win by seven, maybe ten points. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I don't really see Patrick Mahomes losing two games in a row. <laughs> I mean, no. I think that was his, last week was his first loss in September ever in his career. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't think he's gonna lose one at home to Los Angeles. I just don't see Justin Herbert. Doesn't look great this year. Um, especially back-to-back weeks, like you got, you know, you lost to the Ravens. You can set like it's prime time. I don't think he's gonna get punked twice. Um, yeah, no, I think they get the job done for sure. I think they cover those points for sure. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one. Um, we're gonna save that one for last. Uh, skipping over to the Falcons, heading on over to the new. Jersey Jets or Giants, excuse me. Uh, in MetLife, they have what an ugly game. Uh, they have the Giants. <laughs> they have the Giants favored by three. Uh, I don't think anybody will be tuning in for this catastrophe of a football game. Uh, I, how bad is Matt Ryan now, man? Like, what? It's sad to kind of watch. He's always been so great. As far as my memory serves. I mean, they really just don't have – like, they have skill positions around them. They don't really have an offensive line or run game. Their defense is atrocious. Like, I just don't – like, I don't think – they're a team that doesn't really know what direction they're trying to go, in my opinion. And the Giants at least have somewhat of an identity. So, you said it's in, like, at the New Jersey, right? Yes, in New Jersey. (laughs) <laughs> stress that enough new jersey um <laughs> i i'd probably take the giants in that game giants are oh and two now uh and two versus the oh and two somebody's you know, got a fucking win unless we see a yeah. draw here which would not shock me at that would all. be a, so awesome i did that actually that's what i bet on they've ended a fucking tie perfect 
<laughs> you forgot that was a possibility. <laughs> it would be so fucking like such an awesome, like awful thought to think about. But if there's a game in the entire season that's going to end in a tie, it's this one for sure. I think that's hilarious. Um, before we move on, I just want to point out my favorite part about the new the New Jersey Football Giants. They um they have a guy who's their running back, Mims. Isn't his name Saquon Barkley? Saquon, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have him, and they're leading rusher this year. Daniel Jones, fifteen carries, one hundred twenty-two yards, and two tutties. <laughs> yeah, just draft Saquon at fucking. I think two Second overall, up. number two overall. You draft Saquon Barkley. <laughs> And he's a beast, and and look at look at what you're doing, Daniel Damn Jones. Who would have thought? Who would People have forget thought? Daniel Jones clocked the highest fucking like straight line speed in the league last year when he ran like 22 miles an hour and tripped on himself. And tripped on himself. I love the I love the New Jersey Giants, man. They're 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 a funny team as well as the uh, Falcons, 28 to three. Uh, that's 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 a funny game. Um, Everybody laughs at the team in Atlanta. It's great. It's great. It's a good time. Um, all right, moving on to the next game. We got Cincinnati heading on over to Pittsburgh, and they have the line set at four and a half in favor of Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm praying for Joe Burrow's legs because T.J. Watt is – was T.J. Watt playing this week? I think I read something about how he was hurt. I could be wrong, but let me make sure. I really should be more prepared. What the fuck? No, I'm not trying to rile you up here, Mims, but Joe Burrow doesn't look great when he has thrown the ball. That was one game. It was a solid – now, don't get me wrong. That was really fucking bad. Do not give me three straight passes, three straight interceptions. Like, that's unacceptable. But – like that is he's never had a turnover problem, even dating back to college or last year. Like that's the exception, not the rule, in my opinion. I didn't see the pick, so I'm not gonna talk too much shit on it. Uh, one was I'm just gonna. Uh, I would say two were probably bad throws. And don't get me wrong, two. One was definitely a bad throw. One is more up to interpretation. The other one, it got tipped, and a D lineman caught it. So like, <laughs> what what do you what do you want him to do about that? <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, I just want I just want a chance if you will allow me to read you his stats so far in this season. Sure. Thirty nine completions on fifty seven attempts, four hundred and sixty eight yards, four tutties, which is respectable, and three interceptions. Like I said, those three interceptions all came in that one instant. I think the Steelers are going to be a good is going to be a good game for him to kind of show us what direction he's going to take in his career. See if that was a fluke game or not, because I do like Joe Burrow and I think he has the IQ to be a great quarterback. But if he's going to be doing what he did last week, um, I have questions for sure. Well, I just like I said, he's never like dating back to college and in the like limited sample size we got last season and up to like, I mean, even the week before he's never had a turnover problem. Like you said, he had three interceptions. All three of those were on those like three passes. And then after that, 
kind of shook it off and got them back in the game to an extent. They lost by a touchdown, I think. Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, he hasn't given us any other reason prior to this to be concerned. At least turnover-wise. Like, he has some things that kind of make you worry in the sense that he's not the best. It doesn't have the greatest, like, throw power, like arm power in general. But he's very accurate. Uh, hopefully, he can just avoid T.J. Watt this week. That's the big thing. Because <laughs> if the Bengals' offensive line does what I think the Bengals' offensive line will do, it's going to be free range on anybody in that backfield for sure. Well, let me just say that Joe Burrow is not as much so in the hot seat as our next subject, Trevor Lawrence is hosting the Arizona Cardinals, and um, that line is set at 7.5 in favor of the road team, Arizona. Let me just say this. Mims and I have – How much points? 7.5. But let me – 17.5. I was going to be like, Jesus Christ. No, I would would have been (laughs) maniacally laughing (laughs) if it was 17.5 at home. (laughs) That'd be something. But let me just say that me and Mims – I've been firm believers that Trevor Lawrence is a fraudulent number one overall, and uh, he's not as great as people are making him out to be. We have been said this for a very long time. and Basically kind of, since the draft. And before that. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's going to have to put up with Urban for very long. I don't see him being in the league much longer. I mean, honestly, if they keep him around after this season, I'll be – Pretty sure that franchise is just a dumpster fire. And yeah, then I would not even blame Trevor at that point. I'd just be like, "You got screwed." I'm sorry. I'm gonna, yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for now, and I'm gonna say that he's in a bad scenario, and maybe he could figure it out somewhere else. But I mean, it just doesn't look good right now. I mean, you got to look at some of the weapons he has on his team, though, in general, like. And just, like, some of the mismanagement, like, James Robinson only having 16 touches through the air. I mean, really fucking 22 touches overall through the season. Through two games, your best player last year overall has touched the ball 11 times each game. Like, that's incredible. It's something. I, this is I mean, really more, to me, it's more on coaching, like, this whole thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is as good as everybody says he is. This is maybe just growing pains, but I just – there's no – I just think this team is just a dumpster fire in the sense that I don't think their coach knows what he's doing in general, like what direction he wants to move in. He's giving players that should be getting the ball way more, like minimal carries, and I don't know. Let me just like, say it doesn't look good over there in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. I mean, And I'd hammer real- – I'd hammer – Arizona. I'd probably buy a half point, but I'd hammer the hell out of Arizona minus seven. I mean, in general, it looks like Trevor Lawrence having a hard time finding any of his big targets that were on the team from last year and DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault. I mean, Chark has four catches on 16 targets for the year. Granted, he's 105 yards in those four catches and a touchdown. So he's getting some deep ball shots there, but, and then Chenault nine catches on 17 targets for 47 yards. Like, Looks like mostly screenplays. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like this offense, like this team just doesn't know what they're doing. 
on the football field, like in general. It's crazy. It's funny to me. Like they've had bright spots, don't get me wrong, but in general, like it just in regular season play, they've looked like a deer in headlights for sure. For sure. No doubt. <laughs> they don't look they don't look like a professional football team by any means. I think that just goes to coaching. Like, I really wouldn't even blame the players on this team for how they've looked so far. Coaching is just piss poor. I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. Moving on to (laughs) my second favorite team in the AFC East, the New York Jets are traveling to Denver to face the mighty Denver Broncos, uh, quarterbacked by our man Teddy Bridgewater, who's looked fantastic. He's looked fantastic, man. Teddy B. He is 54 for 70 on 592 yards, four touchdowns, not a single interception, Mims. And he's not going to throw one against the Jets. I promise you that. No, absolutely not. No, Teddy, not. Teddy's going to keep it rolling, and he's going to—he's just going to be their quarterback. And it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> did find her. Actually, no, he did find Cortland Sutton a lot last week. Didn't find him a whole lot in week one, but. Hey man, maybe maybe Teddy, maybe Teddy just needs them breezy mountains up there, and he's just he just figured it all out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Jets just don't look great at all. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson, thirty-nine, <laughs> seventy on the year. You know, not great. Fifty-five. He's a fraud. <laughs> two touchdowns to five interceptions, and get this—he's been sacked ten times through two games. So if you just divide that up. I don't know what the splits were per game, but just on average, five times a game. We think he, he has five Still. interceptions, and four of them were from last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already touched on that, but, like, oh, my. That's just – uh, <laughs> I love Zach Wilson. I might buy a jersey. <laughs> the run game hasn't looked terrible for the Jets, though. They got two backs averaging four yards a carry. They literally are damn near identical stat-wise. 115 attempts, 116 attempts, and Michael Carter and Ty Johnson, and both have 65 yards. I haven't <laughs> even uh, gave the line. It's uh, Denver minus 10 and a half. That feels high. <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels high to me. It's not like Denver Denver beat Jacksonville by 10. But Denver also beat the Broncos. Or not the Broncos. <laughs> Sorry, the Jesus Giants. Christ. Denver beat the Giants. Yeah, the Giants the, by 14. The New Jersey Giants. And the Jets are just another team that I think doesn't really know what they're doing right now, especially if Zach Wilson is going to play like that, then like, I don't know what the hell you're going to do. Um, it's a lot of points. I think. Yeah, no, I'm probably taking, though. I'm probably, I'm probably taking the Jets at 10 and a half. I think the Broncos won this game. Like very, like it's not in question. Like who's the better team though? Oh, no, no, no. Not even close. It's not even close. The Jets are terrible, and I love it. I'm happy to have them in my division. Who we got next? All right, next we have the Dolphins versus the Raiders. The Raiders are at home, and they got the line at Las Vegas minus three and a half. Uh, Do we know what happened to Tua? Is he hurt? Uh, He got carted off. You got carted off? Uh, yeah. Um, what I'm reading here, it says uh, Flores described to uh, uh, ribs as day-to-day. So he must have gotten a rib injury. I'm not sure what exactly it 
the I team mean, is still running tests on the quarterback's rib injury. So I guess that's kind of like a thing to look out for. I don't think they would put him back out there so soon if he's still questionable this far after the game and he did get carted off. Yeah, I mean, for a rib injury, though, that's odd. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't watching, but um, I saw that he got carted off. Um, I I don't know enough about the injury report, honestly, because Derek Carr is questionable. He had an MRI on his ankle on Monday and is uncertain for week three. So it looks like we're – looking at two questionable quarterbacks here. Uh, I wouldn't touch the line. Wouldn't Probably wouldn't touch the game until it's a four so o'clock game. Yeah. I mean, they'll, you'll know by one o'clock, so get your bets in then, but I wouldn't put it in any of my parlays or anything by any means. Um, although uh, I think travel has a lot to do with um, some teams, uh, firepower i guess you could say um going from miami all the way to vegas that's quite a trot uh i can speak for myself i know like i've flown to from charlotte to los angeles and i felt drained after the flight like tired as hell i know you can speak on it flying from wherever to africa yeah new york to south africa for 16 hours was up fucking not great <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly i mean the trip was great don't give me a twist but the so flight, you, like the 16 hours on anything not great and my whole point on this is if you held a gun to my head and said pick pick a fucking bet to uh Miami Vegas game. I'm probably buying a half taking point the home team. Yeah I'm taking the home team yeah for sure uh but my advice to you is do not touch the game. And that is an ugly one. And it would probably will be an ugly one. Um, the most exciting game of the week, however, uh, 425 Eastern Standard. We got uh, the Los Angeles Rams hosting Tampa Bay. And that'll be a juicy one. Um, Potential NFC Championship preview. Maybe, it's a question mark. Yeah, probably. If yeah, if you ask me, I would say yes. Um, just given what the Bucks have put up in front of me, uh, or not the Bucks, the Packers can't buy into them yet, or maybe the Seahawks. I don't know, but they I always like the do Rams. this stuff. They yeah. the Seahawks always do this. First half of the season, we're the best team in the league. Second half of the season, we're mid. Yeah, I don't know. The NFC's. I mean. I'm just concerned about Tom, man. He's so damn old, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just feel like he should be fragile by this age, you know? I mean, he just keeps winning football games. So, I think he's going to – as long as he's doing that, I don't see why he's ever going to stop. They really just – Is that LA? And they have – Two more touchdowns this week. Seems to be top form. 12 catches on 13 targets. It's hard hard to argue with that. Yeah, it looks like Brady loves him some Chris Godwin as well. He's got a uh, 13 receptions for 167 and two tutties out of Brady's nine tutties. And a good other chunk of that would be Gronk. So 
Gronk has almost half the touchdowns receiving for that team. Yeah, uh, but Brady's looked magnificent. Um, Tom Brady's the best quarterback that's ever walked on the planet. I don't even think that's a question. Uh, it's kind of hard to bet against them. Um, Tampa Bay is f- quite a ways from Los Angeles. Uh, they got the Bucks at one. So it's basically a pick em game. Um, I would take the Bucks, just the experience. Like, I mean, that team has definitely, I mean, they won a Super Bowl and they literally returned the entire, the entire team, which oh, yeah. I don't think has ever happened before. Um, and then we got Los Angeles with a new quarterback and he looks good too. Like I, as, as foretold by yours truly. Um, yeah, I, I would just bet on the team that has more chemistry like that's yes that's kind of what i'm getting at here the bucks have played together they know what they're doing they seem it's like gonna be on all cylinders right it's now. gonna be an electric game the over under is 55 i would probably lean over just <laughs> i mean the these are two great defenses two great offenses like this is just gonna be a slobber knocker i can't wait to watch it um i don't know who to pick even i don't even have a bet for this game I literally have no idea who's going to win, and those are my favorite kind of games. Uh, so, yeah. See, gun to my head, I would probably take the Bucks. That's kind of how I feel. But, yeah, like you said, if I had to – I probably just wouldn't bet on it, period. But It's yeah, a weird slate this Bucks week as far as betting goes. I have to look at some props. <clears throat> uh, but moving on, this is the most interesting line I've found. Um we got Seattle traveling to the 0-2 Minnesota Vikings, and they have Seattle favored by two. That's a fishy line. Because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, if they could win by a field goal or, yeah, like, and you'd win. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't huh. know. Uh, Russ has been absolutely fucking cooking, bro. 40 for 54, 597 yards through the air and six tutties. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's been a problem. Tyler Lockett's looked electric. Uh, Chris Carson's been finding the end zone. I mean, I I don't I don't understand that. I guess it's because they don't expect Minnesota to fall to zero. And I, I don't get that. That's a weird line. I would probably, I mean, just like hearing the line makes me want to bet Minnesota. Like, not even kidding. <laughs> I mean, they are at home. I don't know. It's just a, yeah, it's a weird. I mean, Kirk Cousins doesn't look bad. He hasn't thrown an INT this year either. Oh, no, not at all. 71% completion percentage, five touchdowns, no interceptions. And he was in a, he's been in two slobber knockers. He went to overtime week one and he lost by one last week to the Cardinals. I mean, I mean, that was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. Game of the week. And then, I mean, Dalvin Cook's been doing Dalvin Cook things. I mean, 42 rushes – or yeah, 42 attempts so far this season. Just being an absolute workhorse. Like, what else are you expecting? Justin Jefferson got a touchdown. Adam Thielen seems to be the, the touchdown hoarder, though, through the air for that team with three out of the five touchdowns. That game scares the shit out of me, man. But I would definitely take Seattle minus two. Are you kidding me? It's kind of an ideal number for me to take that. Uh, I do not like road favorites at all. But, I mean, that one's kind of 
Well, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I mean, it might be closer than I think. Might have to buy a whole point, make it one, make it a little pick em. I would probably – I think I would lean the Vikings here. Like, I, like you said, I just can't see them going to 0-3. All right. That, that would be a game to watch for sure, just given the line. I mean, to the naked eye, you would expect Seattle to win the game. But, I don't know, just looking at that line, that's fishy. Um Moving on, we got the Green Bay Packers heading on to San Francisco. And this – take back everything I said. This is the fishiest line. We got San Francisco minus three and a half. Are you at San Francisco, right? Yep. Yeah. Huh. Give me Green Bay's points, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> three like, and I'm a half. To, I'm trying to think if there's like anything I don't like. I'm not remembering. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns last week. That's what I remember. <laughs> I'm I trying mean, to re- like think about if someone got hurt or like I just that's three and a half. San Fran. That's weird. Vegas must be out on Green Bay. Give me those points, dude. Oh, I'm taking so many. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's that's ugly. That, that's I don't, crazy. Yeah. I, that's a cra- crazy, like, just line to have. Yeah, take back everything I said about that Vikings. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I, I, I'm scared to say it, but, I mean, like, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks these two eyes. When you're giving seen. him three points. Yeah. Three and a half three points. points. Three and a half. That's just madness to me. You could buy a half point and you have it at four. You're giving Aaron Rodgers four points, bro. Bounce back big time last week. Yeah, I think they just keep on rolling. I mean, why not? I guess they just think that they have nothing for Debo. Because Debo is literally the NFL's leading receiver. He has 15 receptions for 282 yards and a touchdown. That's crazy. I would have not seen that coming. Yeah, but um, yeah, I feel I feel pretty confident taking Green Bay points right there. Yeah, me too. That is, a, I can't believe that. I just, I'm in shock almost. All right, and for our Monday Night Brawl, we have a. Uh, NFC least division rivalry game. We have Dallas hosting the mighty Eagles and they have the line in favor of Dallas by four points. What are your it's thoughts? It's going to be a fun that? game to watch. Um, that's going to be a fun game. I'm actually just excited to watch that as a football fan, but in general, I would probably lean the Cowboys to me just have more talent on their team overall, but the Eagles have looked a little bit better. Just, Throughout the season, those, those NFC lease games are always close, dude. I'm telling you, like, yeah, you like on the paper, four and a half. Oh, no, for just four, just four in whose favor again? Eagles, no, Dallas at home, Dallas at home. Give me the Eagles points on that. That's close, though. I was thinking the same thing. Um, Dak has looked pretty good, I guess. Uh, he's kind of got an interception problem. I mean, two interceptions through two weeks is not ideal at all. Um, but on the other other side of the ball, 
um, of the field. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts uh, is their leading rusher, which is, I mean, as I was saying about the Giants, it's not really what you want to see in the NFL unless you have, I don't know, maybe Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only <laughs> acceptable rule. It's like, okay, that's fair, valid, but everything Especially else. Especially since they've that. had such a uh, problem with running backs getting hurt. They lost JK and then they lost Gus Edwards almost immediately after. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's an ugly game. Uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch, though, Monday night. The Eagles are missing one of their starting linemen and Brandon Graham, though. So that's something to look out for. Uh, I don't know if um, Lael Collins is back. I know he got suspended for some amount of games, right? And then they have Amari Cooper listed as questionable as well. So I don't know. It'll be an interesting one. Uh, as far as points go, I'd probably take Philly there. Uh, I feel like it would be a close game, like a really, really close game. Yeah, I agree there. I think Philly probably – I think Philly covers, though. It's close. Yeah. But um, the game I say for last, um, I think this is a perfect week or episode one podcast. Uh, we have the New England Patriots hosting my team, hosting Mims' team, the New Orleans Saints. And Vegas rightfully has us favored at three points flat. And I mean, after watching us last week, I don't blame them, but I'll let you. I'll let you go first. There's not much else to say other than we're gonna fucking win. <laughs> oh, that's just how you feel. I mean, Mac Jones has nearly two times the amount of passing yards as uh, Jameis Winston. Our defense is far superior. Than far the, superior. Far superior than, first of all, the Panthers' defense, okay? And then second of all, y'all's defense. Um, Our defense? Did your defense hold the Pan- or the Packers to three points? We haven't played you the let Packers. Two of- or did you let Tua beat y'all? That's right. That's what I thought. We, we, we let Tua beat us, or did we fumble the ball when we were about to – no, stop that nonsense right now. It's like week one, interdivisional Mac Jones debut, bro. No, stop it. Give us the Packers week 10. We're clobbering them, man. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, stop it. Stop it. The reason why we don't like Jameis passing numbers aren't that high is because we've really run the ball a lot more than we have in previous years. Like Alvin Kamara is getting his usual amount of carries, but Tony Jones, like our backup back this year, has gotten a lot more carries than our second string backs usually get. So we've kind of evolved more to a run first team, and we throw the ball short. Um, I think we. I mean, obviously, I think we need to bounce back after watching last week. It's hard to say we fucking win <laughs> for obvious reasons. I will actually be in attendance. Uh, I think that's important to note. I don't think the Patriots will let me down if I'm in fucking Gillette, literally watching the game. I will be very upset. I will be heartbroken and distraught. Um, but if they do, I'll be calling your phone immediately. I'll tell you what. I was screaming last week, Patriots minus six, and boy, did we fucking cover. Uh, they have this minus three at home. I'd, I'd hammer it. <laughs> I'd hammer it. I'd hammer it. Uh, for rude I'd, awakening, I'd be, uh, the only thing is on his ass. Like, I think they're going to be. Yeah, because Mac Jones has looked so terrible. What elite secondary has he played yet? 
elite secondary. Okay, we'll see. We shall we have, see. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is a dog, and Marcus Williams is probably one of the best safeties in the league. One of. I like us a lot better if Trent Brown, like, does come back this week. I hope he does because uh, we have a guy – I can't remember his first name. His last name is Durant on the O-line. And in his first, like, I think it was like 10 or 15 snaps, he let up three sacks. <laughs> love to NFL, see that. On his NFL debut, yeah. So, not ideal. And Yeah, I'd um, love to have him lined up across from Cam Jordan. Well, obviously, we would not allow that. We would I mean, move, move some pieces. Bill's not. Bill's no dummy. We're gonna. We're gonna figure it out. Uh, it's gonna be a good game, though. I'm excited. I'm about to say. I think it's gonna be a fun game, regardless of who wins. Because yeah, think like I, the kind I mean, of teams I'm, in like similar spots. Yeah, I mean, Do you like disagree. No, I mean. Kind, I mean, it's – we're more in a, like – I feel like we're in a better spot on the offensive side of the ball than y'all, but defensively, y'all are in a way better spot just because of, like, age for the Patriots. Kind of have some, like, guys getting older, like Stephon Gilmore, uh, D-Mac, uh, Devontae Hightower, um, Kyle Van Noy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we are – I mean, as far as, like, I don't know. I think we're a better football team. Like, I really do think we will win. Like, I'm I, I'm sitting here saying we're going to kill y'all, but that's obvious. I obviously don't. I think if we had Michael Thomas, I think we would be a much better football team than we are right now, which I don't know what the hell his deal is, but. He doesn't want to play for New Orleans. Obviously, but he needs to get over himself. <laughs> Earn his check. The hell? We're paying you, man. Come play some foosball. I get it. I think a really really interesting stat to note about this game is through two weeks, we have – both teams have allowed the exact same amount of yards on defense, 319. Both in very different ways. Yeah. um, Y'all have allowed 253 through the air. And 66 on the ground, while ours is kind of a little more evened out at 206 through the air and 113 through the on the ground. Uh, it'll be a good game, though. Uh, look for Alvin Kamara to have a one of a, a better fantasy week than he has. Um, not to say that he hasn't had good weeks, but um, I don't. I don't think y'all our run de- our run them. defense isn't spectacular. Is all I'm saying. So. Definitely look for him to get, like, at least one big carry. You know what I'm saying? Probably get a few touches out of the backfield. I don't know what linebackers y'all really got that are great in coverage. Coverage? Yeah, I mean, I don't – Matt Judon's not terrible in coverage, but we usually don't He's make more him of a rush cover. Guy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you send Matt Judon? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was about to say, it's probably y'all's best edge rusher for right now. Unless I'm just blanking on someone big. I might, I might be talking insane. I I feel like I read something about him becoming a rush defensive for us for a little bit, like a D end. I mean, that's pretty much what he is. He's like a stand-up defensive end. It's, yeah, he's a beast. 
And I, mean, uh, I think – what are you saying? I was going to say um, our young guys have been looked really good. Um, Ronnie Perkins has kind of been balling. Um, and uh, who's that? I've lost my train of thought. I apologize. Um, yeah, you know. Anyways, I'm just I just know we're banged up right now. So right now, these first like six weeks of the season, I'm just interested to see how we kind of building depth. I know this is a real rebuild season for us as far as the Saints go. So this game, I want us to win for obvious reasons, but I don't I'm not losing sleep over us this year. You're not banking on it. It's all about LSU football. I mean, no. I mean, Jameis looked great week one. Didn't look great week two. That's going to be the Jameis Winston story, I feel like, all year. He's going to have games where Sean Payton looks like a quarterback whisper, and he's going to have games like, oh, yeah, it's still Jameis Winston. But just kind of a tale of two quarterbacks. We'll see which one shows up on a week-to-week basis. I want to hear your thoughts on uh, LSU going over to Mississippi State. Um, we win by fucking 14 points. It's a revenge game. They have not looked fantastic all year. They got hoed against Memphis. Don't get me wrong. The SEC officials like literally admitted it. So that's interesting, but we're going to Mississippi state. I think we pull it out for sure. They just, we lost last year. They caught us slipping. Our defense looks a whole lot better than it did in week one. Our, like I mentioned earlier, our front four even with Andre Anthony out, which sucks because he's had a really good year the first three games. But I think we go in, we win by at least two possessions. Um, our freshmen, or I think most, yeah, almost all of them are freshmen. <laughs> Deion Smith, one of our freshman receivers last year, look, or last week looked great against Central Michigan, uh, Jack Besh, another uh, freshman. He's kind of playing an F-type receiver right now, which is kind of like a receiving tight end, even though he's a, he's a receiver just by looking at him. Like, duh, he's not really a big blocking guy. He's like six foot tall, I believe. But they kind of line him up in those positions just because they want to get all those playmakers on the field. He's been getting a lot of big plays the last two weeks. So those are two things to look forward to uh, these upcoming weeks. Kayshawn Butte receiving or leads the entire nation receiving touchdowns probably going to get another this week just to keep that going and i think we win i'd say 37 to 28 something like that the line set at two and a half i thought that was kind of interesting i mean yeah they got the win last week and we didn't look great against ranked competition or no like y'all are favorites i mean yeah no that's what i'm saying i said we'd probably cover that but it's gonna be a close game I'll sweat, but I think we kind of pull it out. They're just going to have too many mistakes. Our past – like, we're not going to be idiots and run man coverage every fucking play like we did last year against an air raid. Hopefully, if we do, then I might just turn the game off and I will have no input on the game next week because I will not have seen it because I will have been too angry. But I don't see that happening. I see us winning by 10. Our run game sucks. Hopefully, Corey Connor gets more touches because our O-line has just looked atrocious. He's the only one that can really like make the first guy miss consistently. <clears throat> so, how much do you buy into Arkansas? Arkansas. They Arkansas. Look, 
who did they play last week again? I know. No, it wasn't. Oh, Georgia Southern. They won 45 to 10. I mean, I kind of saw Texas as frauds in the first place. Granted, they beat the brakes off them. So I think they're a little overranked. I think they're like 18 or 17 right now, which is crazy. 16. 16? Wow, that's insane. But I think they're a top 25 team. I just don't know if I'm well, ready. Well, I, I, I posed a question because they got AM coming to town this week. That should be a fun. That's always a close – or in, historically, like I'm sure I'm, I'm wrong. In like the last two games, someone's going to say like, well, so-and-so beat them by fucking 40 this year. But in general, as far as I can remember, that's usually a close game. Well, they got AM at five and a half coming into town, coming into wherever Arkansas plays. Fucking – is it Fayetteville? Um, oh, they're playing in Arlington. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, they usually always – not always, but I know they play in Arlington a good bit. Yeah, they're playing at the Cowboy – the Boys Stadium. Uh, that should be a good one. Um, I don't know. I like Arkansas in that game low-key. The points are five and a half. He said I think I'd take Arkansas's points. It's a close game. That is a close Closer game. Closer than A&M fans would like to think for fucking sure. They wouldn't tell you that, but they're definitely no. going to be sweating. I was just curious to hear how high you were on Arkansas. Um, other games in NCAA, I guess we should talk about. We got uh, Wisconsin hosting Notre Dame. That, that's interesting because Jack Cohn, the starting quarterback for Notre Dame, started at Wisconsin for a few years. So, and uh, interesting. That, Side story to that. Yeah, that's a twelve number twelve versus eighteen, and uh, Jack Cohn has favored or no, they have Wisconsin favored six and a half with Notre Dame coming into town. Which is interesting to me. So Wisconsin is sitting at one and one right now with that loss to Penn State. I don't know how. I mean, Wisconsin kind of has, like, the exact football team that grinds Notre Dame out. Plus, Notre Dame had that close game. Who was it, Tulsa, a couple weeks ago? Toledo. Toledo, that's who it was. So, yeah, I mean, I I kind of understand the line. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, I'd probably take Wisconsin here. Six and a half, I'd probably buy. Yeah, I'd probably just take it. I'd probably just take those points. I'd probably just stay away from it. That's 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 a weird game. I'll be tuning in, though. That's going to be a fun, nice, boring 13-10 football game. And I was about to say, it's a big under game for me. Yeah. <laughs> Final score is going to be something like 17 to fucking 9. Um, Got to love Big Ten football at noon. Um, I know nobody really, really cares about South Carolina football, but uh, we do SEC have to opener. We do have Kentucky no, coming. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it's the home SEC opener. We, we got Kentucky coming to town. A uh, night game at Willie B. And we got a five-point advantage on the spread. Um, I'm not – I guess Doty's our guy now. I mean, he ended the game against Georgia. Um, I don't know, but I uh, I don't buy into a first-year head coach – 
program right now. I, I, I am a South Carolina fan, but I'm a reasonable football fan and I'm all about the money. Uh, I just, I feel like Kentucky, Kentucky's three, and know, this year already, and they, they have a good football team. So they're two and one against the spread. And I believe we are, we pushed one time, but we're other than that, we're two and zero against the spread. Um, I don't know. He looks like they've had a pretty good offense this year. I mean, 477 total yards of offense a game. Yeah. I don't know. Game last week. Yeah. Against Chattanooga. That's what the thing. Cause like, go like if, if they had blown out Chattanooga, I would have told you Kentucky's beating us by at least 14. Like, I don't care, but I don't know. I, I kind of – I would take South Carolina. And that's just that's just the biasness of me. It, uh, like, will he be it as a, literally our first, like, important night game of the season? Like, and Kentucky's actually, like, a respectable somewhat football program now as opposed to, like, five ten years ago they used to be yeah i mean mean, we play kentucky this year and i'm not too thrilled about it (laughs) yeah i mean you definitely don't like you there's other teams you'd rather see on your schedule certainly i'd love to see vanderbilt or tennessee over kentucky yeah so certainly tennessee oh god they're in shambles but uh yeah i don't know i i would take our points there i don't think we're gonna win by any means but uh, i think we'll keep it close for sure who the hell does clemson play this week that is another thing I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, they're playing NC State. And Ooh. Yeah, that's what I was about. NC State is two and one. And this that's is going to be at NC State, too. It, yeah. And this is going to be like Clemson's first real test, I feel After like. After Georgia. Seat. Yeah. Be like, because they look good against Georgia, but not on offense. Not on offense at all. They have no offense. They look they look fine against SC State, uh, given that is SC fucking state. But moving on to Georgia Tech, they only won by six points, dude. Like it was 14 to 8. It's a uh, weird game with the lightning delays, though. I, I mean, yeah, but I mean this is this should be an interesting one. They got uh Clemson at minus 10. Uh, give me those home points all day. I'd probably buy a half point just to be safe, but Plus 10 I, NC State. Yeah, I was about I, to say, I think that game is going to be really close. Because you know the NC State crowd thinks they got a chance this year, especially <coughs> what we, from what we've seen from Clemson. Um, they haven't really given us any reason to believe that they are legit as they have been in recent years. I mean, they are only nine, which is as low as I've seen them as far as I can remember. Oh, yeah. And since I was like 16. <laughs> Just fucking terrible. Uh, yeah, no, but I think that's gonna be a really close game. I mean, NC State has a damn good defense. Damn good defense. It's gonna be a close one. I definitely would take NC State points there. But any other matchups you want to talk about this week? Um, I don't think so. Uh, did you want to make a can't lose parlay for the lovely listeners at home? Send them home for some easy money. Let me see if I can. Let me look on the lines over here. 
See yeah, if you see if you can whip something up for him. Just um, some games I find interesting. I don't yeah, really do the <clears throat> the bettings a whole lot. I really don't bet at all anymore. Well, that's sad. <laughs> I don't bet a whole lot. But um whew. Like I said, I this is going to be biased and maybe leave this out. I would hammer LSU's points against Mississippi State. Definitely hammer the over of 55 and a half. That's a huge over game for fucking certain. Um, <clears throat> Florida State's 0-3, really? Yeah, they're bad. They're not good. Then why is Louisville only minus two? Huh. Uh, NC State plus 10. And then I would take Arkansas points. That's probably what I would rock with. That is what what is Arkansas's point again? Plus five and a half. That's not that's not too bad. It's not too bad at all. Um as far as I go, for the people, um, I like I said earlier, man, those Green Bay points, three and a half, can't beat that with a stick. I just don't see Aaron Rodgers falling to under five hundred <laughs> again this season. I just, I just don't buy into that. I just don't see how that happens, especially against a team like San Francisco. To Jimmy G. Yeah, like who is kind of like in a quarterback limbo, it seems like. Um, I definitely take those points. Um, probably won't see Green Bay underdogged again until they run into like Tampa Bay or something like that. I'm just saying. Uh, they run into the Saints in the playoffs and they have flashbacks in week one. Yeah, because y'all are great playoff team. Great playoff team. Fantastic in the playoffs, as long as the refs aren't playing against us. But that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, one Super Bowl in a decade. Two decades now, I think, right? No, one. Um, But, yeah, uh, the Patriots money line at home, uh, they got us at three. Uh, I don't know about the points. I just don't – I feel like that could be a really good game. Uh. I would take the under, but the over-under is at 41, and that's just, like, already really, really low. And I don't know. That's just a little fishy to me. I feel like they were looking for under-betters here. But anyways, um, and then we're rounded out with the Rams at home hosting the Bucks. Uh, I'll just take I, – I just – I don't know. I'll take the home team there. Uh, I think that's like a really evenly matched like game. And like Bim said, Tampa Bay does have that chemistry advantage over Los Angeles, but I don't know. I just like home teams and yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, If you did take what I just put out, put $10 on it when you a nice 50 bucks plus your 10 back, not bad parlay at all, if you ask me. <laughs> I don't hate it. Why? Well, I, I just Go saw something it. on Twitter about new J. Cole drops while we were recording. Huh? 
Maybe this is Cap. Hold on. Jermaine? Maybe it's a music video. I'm not sure. It says from Dreamville. I gotta listen uh, to this. I don't see anything on the old Spotify's here. Let me let me send you the, the tweet I see. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't listened to the video. I'm just looking at a music video here. Because I don't want to blare it into the mic, but Well, on that note, I got some J. Cole to listen to. Yeah, uh, looks like there might be some J. Cole out. Uh, That's my goat. I I mean, I know that's (laughs) probably an unpopular opinion, but I I mean, it's just J. Cole's Jermaine. Jermaine. Cole, yeah. Young Simba, <laughs> Mr. Nice Watch. Like, you know, like, come on now. Nah, nah. J. Cole's the go. Mr. New York Times, J. Cole. Uh, but yeah, on that note, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Uh, if you've made it this far, we appreciate you. And uh, if you liked it, give it a give it a share, give it a like, whatever, you know. Whatever platform. For me, listen to on Spotify or YouTube. Make sure to also follow us on Twitter at the exclusive pod YT. That's exclusive capital E pod capital P and then capital YT. And uh, yeah. And then don't forget to uh, also follow us on Instagram. And that's basically the same at exclusive pod YT. We, I'm, Going to Boston on Friday, so might not have another pot out until sometime next week, uh, unless we can work something out. Uh, I'm sure we'll keep you guys updated. But um, other than that, uh, thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, take it easy. Yep, see you.